flames. Absolute flames. This pod is definitely one of my favorite works. Uh, I was at the office and was bouncing some ideas off of my coworkers who are all females, which is it just makes for very interesting dynamics and really interesting ideas. And what we came up with is that I interview all of the bottom feeders, if you will, the the trench diggers, the bottom of the barrel players, the ones who are 0-2, and, and interviewed them all. Got myself a questionnaire uh, from, again, all of my coworkers. Shout out to to Mary Courtney, Nikki, Laura, and Rebecca. Just some top quality content here. They came up, they helped me come up with some of the questions, and I'm, I'm super thankful. So you guys get to listen to this. I think that you'll love the content that we got from Evan, Isaac, and Mark. I think it's really, really, really good stuff. Super pumped. Just a really good pod, and I'm really happy to get it done by Wednesday, really freeing up my Thursday and Friday nights. Super pumped, and I think that you guys are going to absolutely love this pod. I included some bonus uh, content at the end. You really do not have to listen to it, but I figured I would keep a verbal dialogue of my character, Timothy Riggins, that I created on MLB The Show 2018. I know that Kevin's going to care about that a whole lot more than you guys, but just a a trend of what we've seen from Timothy Riggins, the kind of player he is, his genetic makeup, what makes him a skilled athlete, and what separates him from the rest of the league, his journey from AA to AAA to the majors. And wanted to kind of include you guys in that as we proceed through the football season, as I proceed through the MLB show season. So you guys can follow along with that if you'd like. Again, that's at the very, very end. But please, we'll start with Evan. We'll get to Isaac, and then we'll go into Mark. Please, please enjoy. The first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. I'm recording now. Go ahead and check, check. Check, hello. Uh, you want to say some more stuff? Yeah, what's going on today? Uh, nothing much, just chilling. Going to make a podcast here soon. Are you excited to be a part of it? Uh, no, not really. I was looking forward to hearing some new voices on the podcast this week. Oh, well, let me assure you, you will. <laughs> All right, do you repeat that, what you just said? Right now? Yeah. I have no idea what's coming on this podcast. That's right. That's the point. That's the goal. And now we're in the middle of the podcast. So uh, I'm recording right now, and I've got Evan S. on the line. Um, Evan, brief, but uh, but wanted to get your thoughts here. Um, I wanted to ask how you're feeling about the league. I wanted to ask how you personally how you're feeling. You are sitting 0-2 right now. What are your what are your personal thoughts? How are you uh, getting through the fantasy day? Um, I mean, pretty similar to last week when we talked on the podcast. Not feeling great. Zero uh, and two. Really got blown out this week. Uh, wasn't even close. But I'm actually after the waivers went through, I'm feeling a little bit better. Yeah. Now that I kind of got the the Cam Newton monkey off my back, I don't have to sit here and worry every day about whether or not Cam Newton is actually going to perform. Got Matthew Stafford. He's going to lead my team. I think it's going to be a big improvement. Wow. Um, 
and uh, I just I think my team's talented. Obviously, the Michael Gallup injury is not good, but I guess there's a little bit of satisfaction with the fact that I'm now using my injured reserve spot, so I was able to you know pick up an extra player this week on the waiver wire. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think uh, moving Sanders back into my lineup. He was out of my lineup last week and had a huge week. I think he's just a great player, so. Hopefully he'll score me some points. I think Mike Evans will get on track this week. I just think there's, I think I have a chance to up, have a big upset this week versus uh, the Scantling Clyde men and, and Tights. Well, they've been uh, playing well. They've been playing well as of late. So um, we'll see. We'll see yeah, what you I can mean, do against them. It's certainly not going to be easy. Yeah. No, it certainly will not be. And uh, and I guess that's what. It won't be easy because last week, I mean, you're not your team's not. I know that the waivers are good and that you feel good about the waivers, but as of last week, you were the worst manager. You were a part of the biggest blowout, and you're the lowest scorer. You missed your expectations by forty eight percent. Does any of that, I guess, play uh, more of a role to maybe your confidence moving forward, or did you just kind of brush that off and count it all as just a big loss? Um, I mean, yeah, I think the whole. Uh not performing up to the expectations it was kind of a sleeper issue. I mean, they they projected me to be a lot better, and they were wrong. So sure. Uh, but I mean, it actually for, might make things a little bit more encouraging because if my team was projected to be to score seventy points, and then they scored seventy points, and I'd be a lot more worried. But they at least think that my team is good, um, and I, I'd like to think that again. I just had a bad week, and uh, you know, week one I had. Really, a better week. It was just mainly Cam Newton and my defense were uh, big letdowns. And so, hopefully, now that I've moved on from both of them, uh, the core of my team should hopefully just be a lot better. Yeah. Uh, but, like I said in the group earlier in the week, I mean, that, there's no doubt that I'm a prime candidate for Blizzo of the Week. So, uh, I mean, just all around a bad week uh, as far as the matchup went. Well, we appreciate you being honest. That's fair. Uh, okay, I'm going to go into a few other questions here, kind of getting away. I saw that your picks, I mean, yeah, you, you're referring to Cam being your issue and your defense being your issue. You replaced both of those in the waivers and even got yourself a little bit more depth with the Chargers defense. Uh, hopefully those will be good moves for you moving forward. Um, I wanted to ask you uh, to rate your confidence level from the beginning of the season to right now. Uh, including the waivers, yes, but I wanted to kind of get your your confidence in a number, 1 through 10, and where that rating 1 through 10 is now. Um, beginning of the season, I would say probably a 9 out of 10. Okay. Um, now I'd say probably a 7 out of 10. Okay. Did you say, um, would you say that it got lower below that because of waivers it came back up to 7? Next question: How much of this outcome, zero and two, is uh, is luck, or is it based on if you were to give it a percentage, a split between the two, of uh, of bad luck and poor performance? What would you? How would you split those up? Um, I 
Does that question make sense? Uh, yeah, I think fantasy is obviously a little bit of both. So, what would you say is the percentage outcome? Yeah, so as far as like managing my lineup, I don't think there was anything that I could have done either week to uh, get myself to win. But I guess we were talking about early season drafting. I didn't draft early in the season well as far as the first two weeks go, and uh, maybe I should have moved on from Cam Newton and seen that seen that he was hurt. But I still wouldn't have won last week even if I had. good you're sticking to your guns here you know your issues and you're 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 set on those issues being the reason why you're not advancing i like it um next question if you could change one thing in the past two weeks including the draft if you could change one thing what would you do differently this season or would you do anything differently interesting question um one thing that I could do differently. Um, obviously, I think it would be not drafting Cam Newton. I would have taken uh, Lamar Jackson over Cam Newton, which I was, you know, seriously debating anyways. Actually, drafted Lamar Jackson in my other league, and uh, yeah, that's definitely my biggest regret so far. Because I think if I had drafted Lamar Jackson instead of Cam Newton, I would have won my first week. Um, I'd be sitting at one on one with a stud QB instead of zero and two with. Uh, you know, not having to work the waiver wires for the, for the quarterback each week. So that's definitely my biggest regret. Yeah. Okay. Um, good. And uh, where do you – Where do, next question, where do you see yourself in five weeks? Where do you see yourself in five weeks fantasy-wise? You're sitting 0-2 uh, right now. Do you project yourself 5-2? and two? Do you uh, – do you, do you think that you split those 3-2 somehow? No, I mean, I, I have to win at least three games. There's, there's no way around that. Um, okay. If I don't win three games, it's going to be tough sledding from, from there on out. Um, so three and four, I think, would be okay. Uh, but I'd like absolutely to be four and three. I think that would be the goal. Um, you know, you know, obviously, perfect scenario would be five and two. But it's tough to win five in a row. I, I think I did that at one point last year, but it's very tough. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I'm going to say, say four and three. Um, that's my goal, and that's really, that's really what I hope to be. But I'll take three and four also. Sure. Where do you see yourself ten weeks from now? Add five more on that. And this is also a, a, a coupled question with do you make the playoffs this season? Yeah, so ten weeks from now, that'll be what? The season, the, the week before the season ends? That's right. Or, It'll be week 12, probably going into week. I guess it's, yeah. Too, so we'd be, we'll be 12 games in uh, it'd be playoffs at that point yeah I hope to have I was actually uh, texting with Alex Cook just a few minutes ago about how many wins would be needed to get into the playoffs and usually that number is 7 wins you can get 7 you're in really good shape and you should make the playoffs yeah um, and so in 10 weeks with 1 week to go I'd like to think that I would hopefully have 7 wins by then and you know not necessarily need a win to guarantee myself a playoff spot, um, but uh, you know that, that that's my goal at this point. You know, being two down, I can't really hope to be at nine or ten wins at that point. That's just unrealistic. So I'm going to hope for being uh, seven and five at that point, and then maybe 
capping off the season with a win and being eight and five. So yeah, yeah. At this point, it's going to be tough for me to get one of those first round buys. Um, so the next thing would be to, to put myself in a good position to safely make the playoffs. Okay. Um, matchup uh, matchup concerns this week. You are facing uh, the the Scantling. Uh, Clydman of whatchamacallit and I was just curious do you see yeah Clydman and tights uh, we got Aaron Rodgers Dalvin Cook uh, CC DeAndre Hopkins Sammy Watkins Delaney Walker uh, Chris Godwin Goskowski and the Bills do you see uh, I don't know what are your concerns moving going up against them is there anyone that you're watching looking out for particularly that you're you're not excited to play against yeah so the trend for me is just always that I get screwed over by Thursday night football, so I would expect for Delaney Walker to have a big game this week. Um, I'm not sure how he's doing this year, but I would just assume that he's going to catch a touchdown because um, that's the way it always goes. Yeah, I'll tell you right now, but, uh, the first game he had 20 points, uh, and in the second game he had 5.9 points. He had two touchdowns in the first game, no touchdowns in the most recent game. Going up against Jacksonville. Yeah, so, so he'll probably screw me over this week, but... Um, it's really good insight. I'm really hoping that if it's going to happen, obviously I never hope for you know any player to get injured. But if it's going to happen, I would really hope that Sammy Watkins, Chris Carson, some of these injury prone players would go down and maybe put up a goose egg against me this week. That would really help me out. Yeah. What do you think about Dalvin Cook and the way that he's been playing the last two games? Twenty-seven points, twenty-eight points. I mean, this guy has just been on fire. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's. Uh, Proven to be a stud running back. Uh, I think the biggest concerns for him going into the year was that uh, he was pretty banged up most of last year, and um, you know he looks to be completely healthy now. You always look for the running back two years removed from the ACL surgery because that first year they're usually uh, still recovering. They have some it, some uh, lingering injury issues that relate to that knee that we saw last year with the calf injury, things like that. Yeah. But now he looks to be 100 percent and. The Vikings are running the ball a lot more than they did last season, and he's really taken advantage. Um, just been, I mean, one of the best running backs so far this year, there's no doubt. Hmm, it's interesting. Okay, uh, last question. I'm going to close this out here. Uh, do you think that the league as a whole has given up on you as a challenge? Given up on me as a challenge? Like the yeah. challenge of the championship? Um, well, Kind of just ruled your team out in uh, in entirety. Do you think that the league has already done that, or? Um, gosh, I don't really know. Um, I haven't counted myself out. Um, yeah. Everyone else probably. Um, uh, the latest consensus power rankings, I was ranked number eleven. Which part of that is me, and part of that is Eric J. So. Yeah. Um, you know, I guess that'd be a question for the other owners, but. I haven't counted myself out. Um, I think that a lot of people probably are counting me out if I had to guess, but um, I think that would be a big mistake. Man, I love that answer. Uh, all right, well, that's all the time that I've got for you today. Uh, really thankful for the time again and continue to enjoy Florida. Um, yeah, I don't know. The people people love you on the pod, so, uh, so I, I give them what they like. All right, sounds good. All right, see you, bud. Alexa, what's the first rule of Fight Club? Don't talk about Fight Club.
Alexa, what's the second rule of Fight Club? Don't talk about Fight Club. Alexa, what's the third rule of Fight Club? Hmm, I can't find the answer to the question I heard. A mic check on you. So if you want to go ahead and say hello to the to to me and to the whole podcast, I'm just getting a testing here. Hello, this is Isaac. And that is a. Uh, <laughs> I love that. That's great. <laughs> um, tell me your favorite color. My favorite color is orange. Go wow. Broncos. Wow. Go Broncos. Why is why, so orange just because of the Broncos or because of other? Uh, well, so Georgetown College was orange. There you go. Got us Fort Tigers. Uh, I don't know. Orange has just been a good color over my life. Wow, that's great. I love to hear that. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um, so let me – all right, I've got uh, I've got Isaac Meisner here on the line. Uh, Isaac, doing, how you doing? Doing well. Doing really well. Doing good, doing good. Um, we're going to talk through a couple of things. Again, there's going to be numerous people on this pod, and we're going to be a slew of questions that are kind of asked at you. And, again – None of the people or participants that I'm talking with on the phone have any idea of what kind of questions I'm asking. So this is all candid, off-the-cuff stuff. I mean, you get to meet Isaac, and you get to know a little bit about him. And uh, and I think Isaac is excited to be on the pod. Are you excited? Oh, yeah. I feel like I'm at an interview. Yeah, definitely. Got it's got an interview vibe. In yeah, it's got an interview vibe right now for sure. <laughs> um, let's see. So before we get started on uh, on my questionnaire, I want to discuss the – the the move forward to go ahead and get Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, you spent thirty three dollars on it. That can be a part of a, a different discussion. But you you like Jimmy and you you he's moving forward. How are you? What are you seeing in Jimmy? And uh, how do you think he's going to lead your team moving forward? Yeah, so you know with the vet Drew Brees going down with that thumb injury, you yeah, know yeah. QB had to be top priority for my waiver pickup. Mm-hmm. So this is my stretch. Y'all let you in on a little secret. All right, you're letting the on Niners, the you're letting the whole entire league in Niners, on it. You sure? The Niners are gonna lay it on the Steelers this weekend. Oh wow! Okay, all so right. So we're gonna we're gonna stack we're gonna stack Jimmy Jimmy G yeah with Kittle. I got my tight end Kittle. Yeah, the the star. And also we're gonna get those running touchdowns with Breida. Wow. So this is my approach here. I, I trust Jimmy G. He had a great week last week. Uh, we're hoping to see the same, you know, pass uh, thrown to those wide receivers. Yeah. Those two touchdowns I think he had to the receivers. Uh, Brita didn't find the end zone last weekend, but I'm pulling for a big Niners win. Wow. You heard it here first, everybody. If uh, if the Niners absolutely blow the team out of the water, then Isaac's going to be one happy camper. Um I would I would imagine that a, a pass from Garoppolo to Breda for a touchdown would probably do you a solid. Yes, yeah. great. Make you very Kittle excited. Too. We got to show Kittle needs to hit his stride. He's kind of had some average weeks. Yeah. I'm looking for that boom. That's good. That's good. I like that. I like hearing that. Um, there's also a move down here, lower end of the spectrum. It was uh, you went ahead and dropped mate Matt Prater. And you said I'm not interested, and you got Zane Gonzalez. You see anything with the Arizona kicker there? Uh, you know, just some opportunities to get some points on the board. Yeah. So my last two weeks, not too hot at kicker. Not um, too hot. I think, yeah, kicker and defense. So uh, yeah, those I've... have been two weak points in my, my matchups in the past two weeks. Uh, I think the first week I maybe combined for like five points between the two. This yep. past week, only four. You know, you can really lose some key matchups when you don't have your kicker getting you a little bit of points, your defense too. So really just kind of mixing it up, hoping to find a kicker I can stick with. 
That's a that's great insight because yeah, I'm looking here week one we had uh, Jay Jay Myers with a, a three point three point uh, outing and then the Dallas Cowboys with a one point outing in week one and then uh, and then week two was obviously what we just uh, we just saw and that was. Uh, Dallas Cowboys and Matt Prater got you four points combined. So yeah, you're right on the money there. Not a lot yeah, of production. Man. Two <laughs> weeks go by, not even over ten points between those four performances. Yeah, yeah, and that's uh, again. I I wanted to. I I don't want to get. Well, I guess we'll get into it a little bit. But yeah, my my kicker was able to get me twelve, so that's eleven point difference there. And then Titans were able to get me ten, so that adds up to a uh, uh, pretty close to twenty right there. And that's um, obviously every point matters. Every point matters. Yeah, you know, and look, you beat me by what? Four points? Yeah. Man, it was, I uh, wanna, you know, uh, <laughs> I, have, I have an interesting story here. So oh, this is, this is uh, I think this is Thursday of last week. Waiver okay. Wire, you know, going to be dropping noon on Thursday. And I had put in for Prater. And I was just thinking, you know, he used to be on the Broncos. I can trust him. Mm-hmm. But then I was looking over at the other available kickers, like right before the waiver was hitting. And I put a waiver in for Joey Sly. The kicker that ended up getting like 14 points this past week. But for some reason, I messed up and I didn't do the right fab amount. And I, like, as the waivers were getting ready to happen, I was trying to save it. And the sleeper app had, like, locked it in minutes before it was going to drop. So I couldn't change my waiver priority on this kicker because for some reason I had, like, this feeling that Joey Sly was going to kill it. And it bit me. Somehow, I mean, I guess I got to plan better than doing a waiver right before they drop. So, uh, just I, don't, I don't know. I think kind there's of an announcement uh, there. Yeah, that's, you can't be fiddling around. <laughs> I think that that's a. Uh, I think that's honestly just a confirmation of uh, of. I'm just gonna call it. I'm the. It might be a team update name for me as well, but I'm the. I'm the fantasy football god's favorite child. I just uh, <laughs> I, things seem to swing in my favor, no matter. Well, not all the time, but definitely recently, luck has just really been in my wheelhouse, and I wasn't anticipating you to put up a seventy-four point eight two with your uh, situation. With your yeah, with, with your situation, I would have thought that there would have been more points coming out of that that lineup. Uh, Julio did his job, um, but everybody else. I mean, Terrence Williams looked great on the first drive. He scored thirteen oh, yeah. almost. He scored most of his points in the first drive. I'm pretty sure, but it was a. Uh, it was it was grueling for me to watch that first one, and then he kind of settled down. But yeah, I, I asked you to lay the L down earlier on the pod last week, and I appreciate you laying it down. Um, I just don't <laughs> want it to cripple you. I want you to continue to have a good season. So don't lay down any more L's for anybody else. No, not at all. And I got a I got a tough matchup this week. So against Cook, he's been rolling. Yes. I think he has like the top points scored. Yeah. So I'm looking maybe that. Uh, He'll have a dip in that, and then mm-hmm. I can capitalize on some of his down weeks. He did make a big trade. He did. So I'm maybe thinking that mix-up might throw him off. I like it. I like where your head's at. I will say that, yeah, it's going to be a – it's going to take a, a pretty whopping um, – I'm going to say, yeah, I mean, it's going to be an upset. But, yeah, between your first score of 87.38 and then your second week outing of 74.82, you've got to ask your team, hey, where's our production coming from? You're going to try to fix the defense and the kicker side of things, which we can all appreciate. But, yeah, we're going to – and then for Drew Brees, I mean, again, the amount of things that have happened with – let's say you would have got that kicker. Let's say that Drew Brees does more than get negative points. I don't know if there's been many oh, times man. that a quarterback has come out and got negative points for the final. 
that's like all he finished right. with is negative point one eight. So again, the uh, the fantasy fantasy god's favorite uh, favorite child right here. Um, that was unbelievable. So, did you watch that game at all? Did you see that happen? Uh, no, I didn't see it happen. Just saw the highlight. You know, so Aaron Donald is a bully. Jalen Ramsey, who hurt Tyreek Hill, he's a bully. Both <laughs> making crazy plays to injure my players. Just a bully. Just a bully. Yeah, you put it in the message. You're like, Donald is a bully. He's just a bully. Yeah. You know, I, I saw uh, Drew Brees went into surgery today, so hopefully he gets healed up and recovers. I got him stashed on the bench, so we'll see yeah. if he can come back stronger. He's gonna have to rest on the bench. You went uh, bench, then you you wish that you could use Juice uh, on your IR spot, and so now it's gonna take up. I mean, with Tyreek Hill, with Juice out, and now with uh, Drew Brees out, did you drop any of those guys? Did you drop? Uh, well, obviously. So, so Tyreek, I traded. Oh, so yes, I don't know that's if right. You saw the Devonta Freeman yes. Tyreek trade. So I, I feel pretty good about that. I was talking with Connor. We we feel like we both got some good positive gain out of that. You know, I'm needing somebody to get points on the board this week. I yeah. can't have my, a star sitting on IR. So mm-hmm. I'm bummed about Geis. So this was my approach on Geis. Um, you know, I was eyeing him in the draft. I, I got him decently high, not too high, but I thought that Geis could be the next Philip Lindsay. There you go. You know, yeah. coming rookie, uh, he, he has Case Keenum. So last year, Case Keenum with the Broncos, mm-hmm. handing the ball off to Lindsay, you know, can't be that confident in Keenum's ability. So he's going to be need, needing to hand the ball off. And um, Philip Lindsay was a stud going into the, I guess, finishing out the season. Yeah. So I saw a great opportunity for guys this year. It's super unfortunate that he's now uh, gotten surgery and having to recover. But Man. hopefully he can bounce back. Man, it's uh, we play in a fantasy league, but man, we feel for these guys. We don't want them hurt, and we care about them a whole lot. That's uh, this is great. This is great insight. I love, I love what you're you're spitting here on the pod. Um, you're right. You definitely have a tough matchup, and we're gonna close out with that matchup. So, without further ado, Isaac, thanks for thanks for opening us up here and uh, and giving us some insight. I'm gonna go ahead and get into my questionnaire, and uh, and I want you, yeah, you just respond as honest as you possibly can, and we'll uh. We'll move on from there. And each of these is not just a question and response. We can obviously discuss it further. But first uh, first feeling is our first question is 0-2. Isaac Meisner, how are you feeling fantasy-wise? You're 0-2. How are you feeling? You know, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit defeated. Uh, definitely haven't had an 0-2 start in fantasy in a long time. Hmm. So this is some new territory for me. Um, I do know that, you know, this could be the start to an amazing comeback story. Wow. You know, we had some stats earlier before the season started, you know, the percentage of who can make it to the playoffs starting out 0-2. So I'm going to write that comeback story this season. It's oh, going to happen. I love it. That's uh, <laughs> that's the confidence I like to hear right there. Um, okay, next question. Uh, if you were to, at the beginning of the season, to rate your confidence, what would that rating 0 out of 10 have been when we – started or when we were at the end of the draft end of the draft okay so i definitely uh evan evan called out my strategy going into my uh 11th draft position i did a zero rb i didn't pick up an rb till the fifth round mm-hmm. so i definitely had an unconventional approach basically my confidence after the draft i felt good with the talent I had, obviously, wide receiver and tight end, mm-hmm. I felt like those could be solid producers. So I was probably feeling like a seven. You know, I was I was pretty confident, wasn't defeated after the draft. But, yeah. um, you know, what's unfolded since then has kind of 
drop that confidence. Okay, that's the actually the second part of that question. How would you rate zero out of ten your confidence today? So I'm feeling about a five. A five yeah, from I'm a seven to a confident. five. I'm not below the the halfway mark, but a lot of optimism. Okay. Um, I'm looking for Freeman to finally break out. You know, he's had some slow weeks. He has. Um, I don't think he's a bust. I think the Falcons are going to hit their stride. You know, uh, they obviously have Julio and Ridley, some other weapons that could open up the run game for Freeman. And once he starts getting his reps, I think he'll be all down the hill. Yep, I think Julio Jones is. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not. It's uh, there's definitely been circumstances where both players can produce. Obviously, uh, you want Julio getting touchdowns, you want Devonte getting touchdowns, and both of them can do that. So, uh, with as many points as the Atlanta Falcons are putting up, most of the time, one of them uh, will either be part of one of those touchdowns, so being a part of their offensive system, or maybe both of them will get touchdowns. So we're looking <laughs> for that uh, that little split there. Um, Next question, if you were to break down, this is a percentage, and you've got to split it between two things, how much of this start to the season, 0-2, would you rate is luck, and how much of it would you rank is poor performance? And when I say poor performance, I mean we've had some rough outings week two, 74.8 points, and then week one, uh, 87.38 points. So I just, I want to get your gauge on, uh, your, your levels performance, like your team's performance and how much you think, okay, it's because of their performance and me putting people in the lineup versus this is just really bad luck. So I'm going to have to say I'm feeling pretty unlucky with some injuries. And honestly, I didn't love my 11 draft position. Um, I was really Ooh. conflicted with who to select there because you got Julio coming right to you. Yeah. Um, I was I was wanting to pick up like a James Conner. I really thought in all my mock drafts I'd be getting him. So uh, I'm going to say 80% unlucky, 20% poor performance, both in uh, my lineups and my decisions. Because I feel like, you know, waiver wire, I've made some good pickups. Um, I've always started, I think, my best scoring of players. I haven't had anybody sitting on the bench with a boom. Yeah. So I'm feeling good about how I've handled what I have, but I guess um, I'm, I'm going to say 80% unlucky, 20% performance. That's great, man. Um, that <laughs> That's so great. Okay, that actually leads me to uh, to my second, uh, second. I would definitely say last week gives you all the reason in the world to say 100% unlucky, but, uh, but with the quarterback being out, with the kicker situation, with um, – yeah, just with those scoring performances. But uh, I like the 80-20 split. And then the next question is, if you could go back and change one thing uh, in the last two weeks, what would you do differently? And that does include the draft. I don't know if there's anything that you've looked back on and you've said, man, I have regretted that or I have missed an opportunity there. And in the last two weeks, you would have gone back and changed it, whether it was the draft position or whether it was a drafted player or even a start. Yeah, I think... I've actually thought about this the past couple of days. Um, taking back to the draft, I think um, I think that somebody would have bit on my eleventh draft position uh, to maybe get those back to back players. But I think there was a lot more value if I could have traded up, and I would have probably drafted in a different format. Um, but I kind of was being risky, kind of being ballsy with yeah. my eleven. 11th pick because so right after me Patrick picked up Mixon and Gurley yeah um both of those guys you know been decent not as boom um as 
I think maybe we're anticipating. But yeah. um, then come around, I get Tariq. And uh, Tariq, I was really wanting because of Mahomes. And so I was just envisioning, like, points on points on points with Tariq Hill. Right. Uh, but unfortunate with that injury. So I really thought I was getting two, you know, big, big point getters those that first, second round. So um, looking back, obviously that mistake, or not mistake, but just not putting uh, the offer out there to trade my position. Um, it's interesting because they always say about the draft, you know, you can't win um, when you after your draft, but you can definitely lose or get off to a bad start. So I think maybe my draft has led me into this position, but mm. on top of that, injury bugs, it seems like. Yeah, absolutely. Man, um, this is great content. Uh, next, uh, next question. Where do you see yourself five weeks from now? So we're starting week three. This is included in the five weeks. Let's say week, week seven going into week eight. Where, uh, where do you see the, where do you see the Tyreek and plus Tyreek attorneys at ball? Where do you see that team? So I'm actually, I was looking at my schedule. Um, I got Shacklet week five. And uh, I think I can get a W there. So, and also week seven, I got Mercus Perkis, another zero and two. So I'm playing two zero yeah. two teams down the line. Wow. I'll have to get past Cook. Maybe I get that W here. You know, I'm thinking I at least um, am even. So I think about five weeks from now I'll be even. Okay, that's good. Um, man, that is that's a that's some actually good. That's really good. I didn't realize that you were going to be going up against the other zero and two guys back to back. Obviously, those make uh, those are make it break it games. Whenever you guys get out of this one, uh, this one week, obviously you could be one and two, you could be zero and three. But yeah, if an zero and three team is going up against an zero and three team, you're really looking. Um, I mean, that's a backbreaker. If anything, oh, yeah. if anything happens there and you start out zero and four, that is, whew, that's tough. Good stuff. So we'll be looking out for that. Um, that's five weeks from now going into week eight. Uh, if you were to say ten weeks from now, right on the verge of the playoffs, uh, do you? this is the last week before playoffs, do you think that the Tyreek and Tyreek attorneys at ball are going to march their way into the playoffs? You know, I think it's going to be a similar story to how you uh, jumped into the sixth seed last yes, year. Another yes, Cinderella, Another Cinderella story. You know, it's going to be this comeback from an 0-2 start back to getting the sixth seed and uh, going to the championship. Man, I uh, that was a great ride. Uh, there was a lot <laughs> of things for me personally that had to that had to happen and had to go right. Um, I'll, I'll never forget it. That was great. I love that you're sticking to it. You're you're writing the story, the comeback story here. This is great. Last uh, last question question before we go into the next matchup here with Cook. Um, do you think? that the league has counted the Isaac team out? Do you think that whenever they see you on their roster that you they kind of pull what you just did with Evan Shacklett and they say, hey, I'm going up against Isaac. He's uh, he's an easy win. He's an easy win. Do you think that the league has given up on Isaac? You know, I think at face value, if they look, you know, at the points I've scored, but they don't dig into the details, they might think that. Mm-hmm. But I think I got a lot of power that they're maybe underestimating. With Julio Edelman, Edelman and Brady combination, that's going to be fantastic throughout the year. Kittle is going to hit his stride. Um, I think I think they might be underestimating me, so I think they might, you know, approach me as a team that might be a W, or they might get a W against. But yeah. I want them to be second guessing. Wow, golly, what a strike from Isaac! Wow, um, that's so great. That's so great. Uh, we'll we'll go into the matchup here. You're going to be going up against. Uh, 
against Cook, and you're right. I will say it's worth noting, man. Cook has come out in this uh, in this league and really made a name it's, for himself. It's, yeah, it's been surprising to say the least. Yeah, and I don't, and that's the thing. I don't know. It's I, I'm in the same boat as you. Maybe it's just because uh, maybe he's he's just not. He's not in close proximity to us or whatever the reason, but we just didn't expect an outing like this from Cook, and he's just going to continue to uh, to right the ship here and continue to go right by all accounts because, I mean, even him and me were talking last night about his trait. He's been very thorough in every step that he's taken moving forward. So I just, I've been thoroughly impressed. You've been impressed. And as we go into week uh, week three, I mean, has Lamar Jackson pick up? I mean, we got to hope that this guy maybe cools down, maybe shows that he's human in some capacity. But uh, he's got Lamar Jackson, uh, Marlon Mack, uh, on Johnson because of the trade, OBJ because of the trade, Amari Cooper, OJ Howard. Um, this this is uh, Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, and then Greg the Leg and the Patriots D. So where do you oh, man, see? Oh. Yeah, where do you uh, where do you see yourself kind of slipping in a punch and maybe maybe what do you think is going to be the part of this lineup or the part that you're looking for that's going to either drop an egg or not do as well and then you're going to be able to come over with the right hook and knock them out. So I was analyzing some of his players uh, yesterday. I I think Lamar Jackson, he's been hot, but he's playing in Kansas City. That's a big game. I'm not sure, you know, he's definitely been slinging the ball, but he's played the Dolphins and the Cardinals. So this is going to be his first real test. I don't know if he's going to be able to bring it like he has in the past couple games. We haven't seen the Ravens down at all. So what if KC just starts getting all these touchdowns and they're having to play from behind? We haven't seen that yet. So Lamar Jackson may not perform as well as he has. Um, Marlon Mack, the Colts are just a huge question mark to me. I don't really understand them. That's true. And that's why initially when he had drafted Mack, you know, I think we were all kind of confused and yep. down on uh, that player. Um, he is, Johnson, a, he think, is an Indianapolis Colts uh, fan, so maybe he's got some insight that we didn't. Uh, but I yeah, agree. All yeah. of us were confused. But, yeah, you can continue. Carry <laughs> uh, on Johnson, I think I think he'll play solid. I'm not sure. They're playing Philadelphia. We'll see. Yeah. Um, OBJ. Uh, there's just some kind of just some unnecessary drama with OBJ. Yeah. You know, he had a great game, but he's playing the he's playing the Rams. So another big uh, outing for the Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. We'll see how they perform. Um, Amari Cooper, he's kind of been a weird question mark for me. You know, coming from the Raiders onto the Cowboys last year. Yeah. Um, I guess if Dak keeps throwing these touchdowns, he'll be bound to catch some. But I'm hoping. Oh, no, they're playing Miami. Uh, he said, oh, so. no. He said, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, Miami's definitely been that team to target any of their players or whoever's playing against Miami. Right. Um, OB, uh, uh, what's his name? O.J. Howard. He's been a, a weird question mark, too. He hasn't played too well. I'm hoping he doesn't hit his stride. Um, but I said, so my last point here, the Patriots, man, what they score the last week? 35 points. Yep. And it was against the Dolphins. So. But oh, they have the Jets this week. So... We'll see if the Patriots continue right. uh, to play well at defense. That's the real question. Is this their is their defense legit? Obviously I don't think Miami is a good a good sounding board for whether whether or not they're for real. But yeah, it's uh it's gonna be interesting. I yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm hoping that uh, I'm hoping that you can come over top and get a win here because having somebody go three and uh that's a that's a playoff spot that me and you are both both lobbying for. So to to take Man, it off that is, would be that would be quite the entrance to a new fantasy football league. Mm-hmm. That's Coming it. in fresh, three and zero. 
I mean, that'd be impressive. With some of the matchups that are going on next week, I mean, he is. Let's see here. Who is the? Uh, he's going up against you, and then Luke is going to be going up against Connor. I mean, these are two matchups. The you really, and then I guess yeah, Eric is going against Patrick. There's going to be some clashing of the titans going on here, and there's only going to be. Uh, I only think that there's going to be one, maybe two, three and no starts. So. You're in the way of one of them, Isaac. I hope that you can take them down. <laughs> Man. Well, that's, uh, that's, that's all I've got for you. I appreciate you, you answering, being true, sticking to, your, sticking to your truth, that you're going to be rewriting a Cinderella story here. I'm excited to see it. And, uh, and yeah, man, uh, we appreciate your time. Do you have any, any words for the pod, anything that you want to tell, tell the guys why they got you here? Uh, yeah, I was just going to kind of shop around, advertise out Brita. You know, he's a strong back. <laughs> um, I'm looking for a little bit of mix-up. Yeah. Um, if you're interested in Brita, just send those trade offers my way. All right, cool. Did you say Did you say you're interested in a little bit of mix-in or mix-up? Which one was that? Ooh, maybe. Oh, okay. All right, all right. All right it's just, just interesting. <laughs> all right, Isaac, that's all I've got for you, man. I appreciate you. Appreciate your time. And, uh, and yeah, hopefully you'll be listening on the pod. You'll get to hear this all. This is going to be great. Hopefully April can listen to this too. <laughs> Oh, man, that'll be great. Oh, man. All right, Isaac, <laughs> love you, man. Thanks for your time. We'll, uh, I'll see you around. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I'll right, see you, bro. The first rule of Culture Club is... One. Do you really want to hurt me? If you want to tell me how your day is going, I will be listening and recording this just so we can get a feel. Okay. Um, you know, I just got home from the gym. Uh, pretty boring day at work, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, being a State Farm agent and all that. So we had a <laughs> little work convention today, so I had to go out to the Hyatt next to the rep. Oh, yeah. a little convention going on there. That's good. That's good. All right, let me... Uh, yeah. Let me. We are live right now. Right now, Mark. How's that, how's that make you feel? All right. I, I feel great. Let's, uh, let's get this thing rolling. It's good. It's good. Um, we'll start with the uh, just with the waiver stuff. Um, well, actually, before we do that, everybody, this is Mark. Mark Wynn on the phone here. Um, goes by Mercus Perkis in the in the fantasy group, and uh, and yeah, me and me and Mark worked at Panda together. Me, Evan, and Mark oh, yeah. all worked at Panda together. We had some Panda days back back then and way um, back. We go way back. I know that I know that Mark also is runs deep with Eric and Evan and their their Southeast basketball leagues, is that correct? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, so you run deep there. So a lot of ties, a lot of connections here for Mark. Mark's a Mark's a homestay and uh, we're really excited to have him on the league. So excited to be here. Yeah. Um Mark, do you have a do you have anything we're gonna have a moment at the beginning? Well, let's just actually get into these topics, and then I'll give you some time at the end. If you'd like to say anything to the league, you can do so. But let's go ahead and get in to our waiver stuff. You sound, does that sound good? Okay. <laughs> Jumping right into it. Right. Well, well, we'll jump right into it. Again, I, I'm not going to be attacking you on this front. Uh, I'm just going to let you justify because it's not like I can sit from any position that hasn't – it's not like I can say anything. Obviously, I did the exact same thing last week. So, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things. But – We'll start off. Demarcus Robinson had himself a heck of a game last week, and uh, and you thought it was super sweet. So you bit forty on him, and you dropped the the Jets the Jets defense. What are you seeing? What are you seeing in uh, Mr. Robinson? Well, the Jets defense. Uh, to be fair, um, I probably should have kept him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, mean, uh, I, I didn't think all my waivers would go through. Um, 
good. That's a fair point. Uh, yeah. I didn't think that I was betting that much of an amount, but I guess I was. Okay. Uh, but I do, I, I will say, uh, you know, I want a piece of uh, Kansas City. Who doesn't? I, I, want, I want a piece of them. So, yeah. So um, I guess getting wide receiver, uh, what is he, three now? Um, I guess they're putting him at. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, if, if Patrick Mahomes is on fire like he has been, uh, I feel like he's a great addition, especially um, with the depth that I needed. I, I had some papos, as you uh, as you can say, uh, yeah. for, for some depth, depth, depth with my team. So I had to, had to beef it up. That's good. That's good. Um, you went out and got your guys, that's for sure. Uh, you like Demarcus Robinson, and I agree. Anything that Patrick Mahomes touches seems to turn to gold, so you're not – you're not alone on that front. Um, you also went and got uh, Raheem uh, M- Mostert. Mostert. Uh, he did have a uh-huh. great outing for San Francisco last week, and uh, and you, bi- you outbid Evan Shacklett with twenty five dollars. Went ahead and dropped Dante. Uh, you're liking. You're liking Raheem. You're liking what you're seeing from him. Yeah, especially um, in comparison to Moncrief. I mean, that's just a no brainer. I, I gotta. I gotta get rid of him. Um, he's just let me down. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I figured um, a, a good breakout game for Mustard. Uh, I'll pick him up, but uh, um, you know, I, I didn't think I'd get him either. But uh, yeah, I guess twenty-five is a, a good bit amount. That's good. Um, we'll move on to the next person. But you, I, I, I will say, did you? Um, if you saw the message from Cook, Cook said that he. He influenced you maybe in some way. He said that uh, I was a bad influence on Mark is what he said with a with a aw shucks face. Um, did uh, did Alex Cook's bidding in the last the last waiver wire influence your decision at all when you were when you, you were know, placing his uh, bids? I'll be I'll be honest. This is uh, the first time I've, I've dealt with bidding. Yeah. Um, so just by looking at a few bids, um, I figured you know if you want some money, you're gonna bet some big bucks. So. That's what I did, and I, and I guess that's not really the, that's not really what happens uh, normally. So, I guess normally uh, you could say no. The reality is that it does almost happen every single week that someone does go out and bid, uh, like either I did last week or like you did this week. So, um, it just happens. You just have to deal with the backlash of the league. So that's just one thing that you gotta take I'm into consideration. Wrong. I'm wrong this week, so you know. That's yeah, that's just, good. Uh, that's good. I like I'll put that. my fab where my mouth is. Nice. Well, well said, Mark. That's great. That's hot. That's hot content right there. Um, okay, and I do think with uh, with these, well, yeah, we'll just move on to the next uh, next character here with Jalen Samuels. Put 15 down. You went ahead and dropped Jordan Howard in the same vein of Dante Moncrief letting you down. Has Jordan Howard just been letting you down? Yeah, you know, he's, uh, he's also uh, he's garbage. Just garbage, okay. Um, yeah, he's he's been letting me down, but um, as far as my pickup for Samuels goes, uh, it's it's tough. I'm balancing it between uh, what James uh, Connor says about himself, hmm. yeah. um, and you know, uh, people like to overstate how how great they uh, they feel sometimes. Um, and, and the knee, you don't want to mess with the knee, as I'm, I'm sure you know. You do not want to uh, mess with the knee. You so. Do not. I think uh, if he does play, he might he might risk injury on himself. So it'd be good to pick up the number two. Um, so 
It's good. That's it's good looking that's my, out. Uh, reasoning on that. It's good. It's good insight. Um, Want to go through some matchups with uh, with your team here? Wanted to go back real quick. Uh, the reality is that you're zero and two right now, Mark. So if you could, um, yeah, unfortunately, if you could just, uh, I don't know, you're zero and two. Tell me how you're feeling fantasy wise right now. How uh, what's going through the mar- the the head of a Mark win right now? I think it's, I think it was a sham. You know, uh, first week, uh, I really. Uh, Believed in Baker, um, and, and okay. he's he's really uh, he's really let me down. Hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he I is. Think, uh, I think I got him on the what was it fourth round or so. Okay. Um, that's uh, that that really uh, hurt. So, um, but but the nab with Brady, I mean, you can, you can't ever go wrong with the goats. So right, right, luckily right. I had him. Um, so I, I'll blame the the first week loss on that but I mean Connor just uh he just demolished me with every other aspect mm. of his team I mean Christian McCaffrey 40 points yeah. like what can you do yeah right um and then uh week two yeah let's uh, talk about week I two I will say I'm disappointed in the matchup when uh you know half the league scores under 100 points and then I matched up with somebody who happens to score more than a hundred. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I really thought that was a that was a tough break for you. With uh, obviously anybody who's going up against Luke has to face the the mighty arm of Patrick Mahomes and the mighty legs of Saquon Barkley, and it's just uh, when those guys go off for sixty four, sixty five points. Yeah, you've got to have some responses. And I will say last week, I mean, you did get a response out of David Montgomery. He he got a touchdown there, and he looked halfway decent with a 15.10 outing. And Michael Thomas didn't look terrible under Bridgewater. So there's some there's some good spots there. I mean, if anything, that's I guess that's what I'm saying, is that your team was steady throughout. It was just the – it was the – it was the arm – I'll make a comment here about yeah. uh, Flash Gordon. Um, it's disappointing uh, that Antonio Brown comes in there, and, and you know, uh, I guess it's kind of like uh, Tom Brady driving a new car or something like that. Just test out the new car. Sure, so sure. I'm disappointed <laughs> in uh, the looks that he got. Uh, he did drop a few, but um, I, I just don't like that. You know, the Patriots are. I mean, I guess the, the, the whole scandal with uh, Kraft and all that stuff, I, I guess they're used to this stuff. Yeah. Uh, so they're fine with it, um, lawsuit or not. But, uh, you know, I guess we'll see what happens with Antonio. But in the meantime, it seems like Brady and him just have chemistry right off the bat. So mm-hmm. it's, um, a, it's a goat-to-goat connection. They, they speak goat is what it is. So Yeah. yeah. So there's not, not much uh, – not much – well, that that also bridged into my decision of needing um, more more wide receivers, and and then that uh, influenced my waivers this week. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, well, so. Um I guess I want to. We'll get into your matchup at the at the end, kind of concluding thoughts as we as we size up you and uh, and Scruff McGruff Griffin. Um, so yeah, I want to get uh, I want to go into my questionnaire here. We've got how you're feeling. Uh, I'd like to ask what uh, when we started the league, when we started uh, the draft, and when you're finished with the draft, we're throwing football out there. Uh, what was your confidence? Rating zero out of ten. What would you say your confidence rating was at that time? Uh, you know, uh, it was 
it was like an eight. Uh, it was up mm, there. Yeah. I, was, I was really happy with my team. Um, Baker, especially, uh, you know, the acquisition of Odell. Yeah. I thought he was just going to be slinging it, and um, you know, that's uh, that's not the case. So not the case uh, so far. I'd say, I'd say I started at an eight. Okay, and, and now, then now kind of now kind of at a six. I'm I'm still happy with the team. Sure. Um, but uh, at, at, at draft time, I, I was feeling real good. Good. Yeah, that's uh, that's really good. So we see an eight to, to six drop here. Do you think that the, the waivers helped pull you up, pull you from a five to a six, or were you a you were a you were a solid six, and now you're a, you're a teetering six, almost a seven after the waivers this what last oh, week? Oh, after the waivers, I feel a lot better. I had some okay. trash I had to get rid of. So yeah, got to take out the trash. It's very important. It'll stick. It'll stink up your whole entire apartment. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. gotta take them out, get that fixed. So okay, that's good. As we reflect on the last two weeks I wanted to get a percentage breakdown as best as you possibly can um, with the last two losses what percentage of those losses are bad luck and the other percentage being poor performance and when I say poor performance I mean not playing the right players playing trash players or maybe just not picking the right matchups do you do you account? a certain percentage to poor performance then a certain percentage to just bad luck within these last two weeks. What would be your breakdown for that? Um, as far as week one goes, uh, I don't think even if I played all the possible best players, I would have beat uh, Connor. So uh, I don't think that, that that was just the you know poor matchup there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as far as uh, my matchup in week two, um also, I think I, I couldn't I couldn't do any better as well uh, with that one. But, oh, yeah, so you got to be teetering uh, four, at a solid. Four, yeah, you know. four matches um, is is my uh, is where I think I'm at right now. But um, I, I do want to make a comment here about draft day. Yeah, um, it is unfortunate. Uh, the Lamar Miller. Um, news came out hours after the draft. Yes, it was. Uh, I was, I was also. Uh, Attributing to my eight confidence level, um, I, I, I had belief that you know some people's, uh, especially um, super athletes, uh, you know, yeah. feel better, take injury better. So I had confidence that it wasn't a torn ACL. Yeah, um, and, and unfortunately, sure was. <laughs> so so uh, that that also uh, attributes to that. So. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Um, so, well, I guess I will say in reflection of your, your response, I guess you would say that majority of this has been uh, bad luck. I would even say the maybe into the upper 80s, maybe even 90% is bad luck. And if anything, oh, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. it's not a manager's fault by any means. Oh, I don't think I – I mean, even if I started everybody who I could. Yeah. Uh, can't, can't beat – can't beat out uh, my matches so far. So. Wow, that's uh, that's that's impressive statistics there. I like that. I like that. Um, that brings me to my my third question here. If you could go back and change anything in the past two weeks, including the draft, is there anything that you would or anything that sticks out? Maybe you've lost sleep about, or maybe you've thought it over once or twice that you would like to go back and change. This oh, definitely. Two weeks. So I would have not picked up Lamar Miller. Okay. And then also, I probably would have waited on a QB and maybe even scored Brady a little bit later. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. I had an eye on him the whole time too. So uh, it's just 
yeah, I mean, going forward with Baker Rayfield is, uh, I mean, that's big. I could have gotten so many other options. Uh, okay. As far as um, Flash Gordon goes, I, I banked a lot on him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with Antonio Brown coming over, that kind of screwed me. So if I could take him away as well, uh, I, I, I probably would have. Yeah. But um, everybody else I was pretty content about, except for uh, Moncrief and Howard as well. So, mm-hmm. uh, but. Uh- as you've uh, as you've alluded to the the trash comments earlier, those two players, uh, very good, very good. If you if you let's jump into the mind of a, a Mark again here, Mark, you're you're zero and two, and we're gonna flash we're gonna flash Gordon. <laughs> no, we're gonna flash forward five weeks. Where is Mercus Perkis? Where is that team at right now? Are we are we sitting? the The record has to be between. Uh, it's a seven game stretch here. We we would be going into week eight. So what's the record and where is your team at? So week seven is that, yeah. is that where we're week seven has uh, been completed. Five, we have not played two. week eight. Yeah, five and two. Five and two. Okay, so you're we're going on a... <laughs> five straight here. Uh, as I think uh, we can see by sleeper projections hmm. uh, and the trend, they don't mean anything. Um, okay. For the most part, so I think I'm going to take uh, week three. As well as four, five, six, and seven, too. So wow, that's good. That's really, really good. If we look at the matchups coming up here, you're going up up, up against Scruff McGruff, which is which is um, Griffin at one and one right now. And then in week four, you're you're going up against the likes of P. Sweez, who's a one and one component right now. So you think those two were just going to mop the floor with them, get a couple of dubs there? No brainer. And yeah. uh, okay, yeah. and then and then the. <laughs> Yeah, this is good. And then the uh, Scantling-clad men, one-on-one one team right now, uh, that'll be week five. But uh, but I like the confidence. I like the confidence. It's a, it's a tough matchup. It's a tough break. Um, all these teams have very good uh, players on them. Sure, yeah. But, uh, you know, as far as uh, inexperienced players go, these, these sleeper projections don't help me out at all. So um, we'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, that's an astute observation. I will say these uh, these sleeper rankings have been papped, to say the least. So that's uh, that's good. Um, we flash forward five weeks. Now let's go right to the cusp of playoffs. We're going to go ten weeks ahead of schedule right now. Uh, tell me right now, uh, did did the Mercus Perkins team make it into the playoffs? Yeah, yeah. yeah whether it's a bottom seed or, or whatever it is, I'm there. Okay, you're in the mix. You're in the you're in the top six mix. Yeah. Man, wow, I love it. Uh, no, no shred of doubt. No, uh, no contingencies. Just you, you acknowledge that your managerial skill is going to take you there, and that's that's all you need to say about it. That's uh, that's it. Wow. I, I will be in the playoffs. I love it. I I love to hear that. Um, let's see the the second to last question before we lead up to matchups and discussing what you you think about the the Scruff McGruff team, the Mean Green Bean team. Um, is do you think that the league looks at their roster, sees Mercus Perkis showing up on their week four, week five, week six rankings, and uh, you think that they've counted you out? Do you think that this league has written the book on Mark and they say that uh, that he's he's not a he's not a challenge? Um, I think you can say that by the sleeper projections. Okay, but um, we'll have to see. The, the, the few pickups that I have, you know, one one big game and then uh, 
the riding on the riding on teams right now. So yeah. uh, next next week we'll have to see. Um, I'll, I mean, I'll let you know. Sure. Yeah, yeah. You can let me know. That's fine. <laughs> if they don't play out the way I want to, then then I guess uh, I mean everybody else can see that as well. So um, they probably do write me off. That's good. That's good. But um, yeah, the, I love the underdog. I love I love being see. the underdog position. So. It's fantastic. Uh, I love the I love the confidence. I love the uh, man. Yeah, moving forward, uh, Marcus Perkis is uh, is set to to right the ship and to be a contender. That's for sure. Um, okay, that's uh, that's that's great questions, great answers, great response. Way to be professional, Mark. You really you really knocked that out of the park. We're going to go into our next segment here with Scruff McGruff and the team that you're going to be going up against this week. Yes, the sleeper picks have you, or the sleeper rankings have you at an 81 to 19%. Um, again, I will testify that sleeper rankings are absolute pap as I was, let's see, 20, I think I was like 23% to win last week, and uh, and I won. I got, out of, I got it out of W with um, the second lowest score of the week underneath myself. Uh, again, I'll, I'll continue to preach this on the pod is that I am one of the luckiest people in fantasy football history. And by every stretch of the imagination, I do believe that I am the fantasy gods favorite child. And, uh, and I very, very well may change my name to that after this pod drops. But we look at the matchup here and I see, uh, I see Matty ice. I see Lev bell, uh, Aaron Jones, T.Y. Hilton, Tyler Boyd, Travis Kelsey, James White, Fairbaum, the kicker, and then the Bears D. Is there any holes that you see in this team that you're you're looking for them to lay an egg or maybe not produce like they have been the last couple of weeks? Um, looking at it right now, and after after last week, uh, Matt Ryan. I mean, oh. I'm getting a call right now. Uh, this is a little unprofessional. That's all right. That's, right. <laughs> uh, That's okay. Do you need to take it? Uh, I, I, yeah. Take it. Take it. I'll be here. Don't yeah. leave. Don't leave. I'll okay, be here. Okay. 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 I'm actually gonna put you on mute because I'm just gonna walk out there. Okay. Perfect. So, Mark is taking the call. Um, he did mention that it was unprofessional but uh, by all accounts I do not think this is a professional pod so I appreciate his courtesy to even say the words and uh, and yeah this is this is really right, cool. he's back all right great great this is awesome loved it um, but yeah we you're about to get into Matty ice and how uh, he was yeah, he was producing you know, Matty ice uh, his racer right now three picks three TDs yeah this uh, game and then the game before that as well Um uh, He's also getting up there in age, but uh, I won't say anything on that just because Brady is obviously yeah, that's true. much older. So, um, I mean... <laughs> a boulder. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, three picks, three TDs. Uh, if that trend keeps going, I guess uh, I guess that's okay. Um, Le'Veon Bell, let's see. Going up against, against the, the New Patriots, England. So, uh, yeah. obviously, I'm rooting for the Patriots. I want him to get demolished. So, uh, I'm expecting uh, less than 10 points from Le'Veon. There you go. Okay. Um, Aaron Jones at Denver? Yeah, Aaron Jones um, at Denver. I guess, I mean, he's probably going to go off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is, that a, is that a shot at the uh, Denver Broncos fan yeah, that's nation? A shot at the Denver Broncos. Okay, yeah. Uh, um, Tyler Boyd. Yeah. Uh, 
hit or miss. Um, but I feel like off uh, off last week he, he could be on on teams as well. Uh, he could go off. Yeah. Uh, Travis Kelsey. Um, I'm, I'm rooting for uh, Kansas City, so uh, just I just hope the TDs don't go towards him or or uh, you know they. But they have been. So yeah, um, yeah. he's a ball bag. Teams might look at that and, and say, "Hey, we gotta we gotta pressure uh, Kelsey off off." Uh, off rolls and things like that so um you know they could they could be looking at wide receiver three so um I, you know hey i like it i think that's a better, better for Moss start mm-hmm. um james white uh I'm, I'm rooting for the patriots as well but obviously I, they, I want them to throw more uh so i'm expecting a goose egg or, or less than 10 from him as well okay um kaimi uh, I mean, kicker, 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 whatever. Yeah, um, yeah whatever his name is. Say, uh, yeah, probably yeah, more than ten points. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and then and the Bears, Bears. Uh, last week they they packed it up against Denver somehow. Yeah, yeah I know. Uh, um, but uh, this week against Washington, I mean, who knows? Uh, they're projecting nine point seven, but yeah, who knows? So yeah, that's good. It's a good point. Um, with your team, do you looking out for any? You looking for any breakouts here? Obviously, Tom Brady might produce at a normal level there. They just seem to be rolling, and I agree. The New York Jets aren't the biggest hurdle to leap over. Uh, you've got Samuel's in there right now yeah, in the running back spot. Yeah, so um, I did notice uh, the Benny Snell shout out to yeah. uh, to Benny Snell for mm-hmm. his one his room one lone rush for for twenty yards. I mean, they might use him more as well. Yeah. Uh, so it was a great if James rush. Connor is a no go, or if he gets hurt, um, I mean Ben Roethlisberger's out. But I also heard that his backup was good. So uh, who knows? Maybe they might be more run heavy. I'm hoping uh, at least a few TDs in there for mm-hmm. Samuels. Okay. Wow. All right. I like that. I like that prediction. A couple at of touchdowns. For uh, if anything, uh, James Connor does play, gets a few rushes, but uh, you know when you're there in the red zone, um, that's a that's a that's a beating. So you don't you don't want to be shooting through the middle and all that stuff, uh, taking a beating on a bad knee. So expecting some TD vulture from Samuels, if anything. Okay, that's good. Uh, with Michael Thomas, with Teddy Bridgewater, what are you? Uh, any concerns with that? That uh, that wide receiver, he's an elite wide receiver, well, and his elite yeah, quarterback has so, gone down. So Teddy, uh, I mean, being a Louisville native, um, I do yeah, sure. have faith. Uh, I mean, he's a. Uh, I, mean, I, don't, I don't really know how, how he did last year, but um, I've got faith. Uh, I've got faith in, in, in all Cardinals, uh, in all UK players. Uh, so I, I think, uh, I mean, consistently speaking, o- over 10 points easy. Okay. Uh, but, but I have been, he's been on my uh, Rocky list right now because I, I do have, uh, I mean, I'm debating between him and Flash Gordon. You know, I gotta I gotta throw in Flash Gordon because they might double up on Antonio Brown and, and things like that. But sure. obviously, the Jets are garbage. So <laughs> who knows? Um, so th- so that's iffy. I'm, I'm iffy on Thomas, but uh, I feel like Teddy will still do well. Okay, I like it. Uh, Zach Ertz, obviously, he's a steady Eddie guy there for Philadelphia. What you liking? What you're seeing out of him? Yeah, steady, uh, steady performance. I expect, uh, but I will be very upset if it's less than ten points. Yeah, we need to get him some touchdowns. Is what needs to happen there. Yeah, he needs to get a TD. Um, 
and, and, and as far as uh, Mustard goes, I, I hope uh, he continues to play how he did. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Uh, Robbie Gold, obviously, he'll get, he'll get his kicks. Uh, do you do you anticipate a certain amount of points for your kicker? Um. Well. I mean, over ten. Hopefully, I mean he's got eleven both weeks in a row. That's right. So hopefully, eleven again. Steady. That's steady. And uh, have you been watching any of these Houston games? Are you liking their defense right now? Obviously, there's a negative four against New Orleans the first week. New Orleans looked great. Jacksonville, they put up an 11. Are you liking the Houston's D? Uh, I mean, that's all I got, so I have to. That's right. That's good. That's good. <laughs> okay. Um, man. All right. Well, we were able to swing through the whole entire matchup. Uh I want to as we as we close it down here. I think that uh, you've been very professional. You've been very good on this interview, and I uh, wanted to give you some airtime for the league. If you would like to say anything, make comments, uh, slander anybody, throw shade, or encourage anybody in our league, or you want to make any blanket statements, uh, I want to give you some time. You got anything you want to say? Uh, well, you know, as far as my record goes right now, I, I don't think I have room to slander anybody. So sure. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to keep it professional. Um, as far as my waiver and fob usage, um, uh, no comment on that. No comment. Um, okay. I mean, slandering G-Man, sixty-eight points. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's terrible. So there you go. <laughs> so I mean, if anything, I, I spent more fob than he scored points. So wow. <laughs> well, I guess I did that for more than just him as well but yeah that's true um that's good uh let's see the uh the connections between you and evan and eric they they run deep i wanted to take some time to get your thoughts uh eric j out to a, a two and a start um, happy for him. Happy yeah for him. happy for him that's the comments that you have for eric j just really really happy for him yeah uh really happy for him but as far as uh gunner uh it's expected i knew he would do poorly so wow uh, not not really too shocked of of, of his matchup there. Okay, wow, that's uh, that's really interesting. That's really good stuff there. Um, well, yeah, uh, Mark, if there if there's nothing else you'd like to to add, um, we're gonna close out the pod and uh, and yeah, this will be our our final matchup. I hope you enjoy listening to yourself on the pod. I thought you did great, and uh, and I hope that the whole entire league will enjoy your input. If there's you got any any, any last comments before we before we hang her up. No comment, but uh, I enjoyed being here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And, uh, and I'll, I'll see you week week seven, five, five and two. Wow, I love it. I love it. All right, well, Mark, uh, that's all I got for you, bro. So I will talk to you uh, at another time. All right, sounds good. See you, brother. Celebrate good times. Come on. I want to introduce everyone to a new segment that I'll be able to keep you guys updated with throughout the whole entire fantasy season. Uh, if you know, I've kind of been on a baseball kick, and I only say that that doesn't actually mean that I like baseball. It just means that I've had an itch to play, and so I physically have been itching that by going to public baseball parks with Kevin, with Tiz. Connor has been present. I'm sure other people have been present, and we just hit dingers. So if you're interested in hitting dingers, uh, feel free to let me know because we're itching a we're we're itching this baseball kind of this vibe right now, and you're more than invited. You're more than welcome, more than more than anything, to come out and try to hit some dingers on some uh, some youth league size fields. So 
that's uh, that's how I've gotten into this so far. And with that, itch came an introduction to the game called The Show. I've been playing that recently. So for all intents and purposes, I just want to keep a, a verbal log in my brain on this that I like to keep brief. But just to give you the, the specs, Timothy Riggins is a... Uh, is the player that I've created, yes, from Friday Night Lights. His favorite number is 33, and he plays the third base. He's a he's a very disciplined um, power corner. So he, he hits dingers, and he, he dives on third base and throws people out with a very strong arm. He's a 76 overall right now. He bats right-handed. He throws right-handed. His hitting tendencies are balanced. He's born in Texas. He's 20 years old right now, and he's 6'4", 210 pounds. He likes the ball right down the middle uh, at the shoulders, at the middle section, and at the knees. Loves fastballs right down the lane there. He also will take them across the plate um, if we're doing a, a 9 kind of section here with three on top three in the middle three at the bottom he likes them top right and in the middle versus right-handed hitters and versus left-handed hitters he he likes it when they try to bring them inside so that that square right in the middle on the left-hand side he likes balls there he likes them in the middle obviously and then also at the knees he still prefers them uh, no matter who's throwing uh, at the shoulders and across from the plate so that's that's his tendencies that's kind of how he does um Hitting wise, he's doing all right as of right now to kind of get you up on the statistics here. Um, he was drafted by the uh, Central Prospects. Uh, he moved into the Dodgers. Uh, moved. He was drafted by the Padres in the twenty second round. He started his uh, his his season in. Double A for the missions in 2018. Um, he had his first at bat or his first hit uh, April 5th, April 6th, and then April 10th. He had his first home run, his first hit, his first at bat. It's really great. He was promoted to the Triple A uh, in 2018 to the Chihuahuas. Uh, 2018 moved up to the Chihuahuas, and then uh, then I was traded. Was traded from the Chihuahuas to the Marlins farm team, the Baby Cakes. So I, I ended my 2018 season, started it with the Chihuahuas, and ended it with the Baby Cakes, the AAA program out in Miami, Miami Marlins. And then at the end of 2018, um, I signed a one-year contract for a 2019 season with the Baby Cakes, and in the middle of that season, uh, I made the All-Star uh, as a starter in the AAA program, and then I was promoted to the MLB in 2019, and I'm a part of the Marlins, uh, the Miami Marlins MLB program. On August 19th, uh, July 19th, sorry, I had my first MLB at bat against the Phillies. I hit my first hit against the Phillies in that game. I also first hit my first home run in that game. It was amazing. So first hit was a homer against the Phillies, and then in the 20, I guess it was the 26th of July, I hit my first two home run game against the Atlanta Braves, and and uh, that same game as first MLB 4 RBI game, that was really great. And then I set a record here, uh, one rookie of the year, uh, 2019 with the Marlins, and then also August 25th, I had my first MLB 5 hit, 5 at bat, 5 home run game. That's never been done before for you, those who are listening, it's never been done before. Now... 
As we move forward, I signed a contract for the 2020 season, and Kevin introduced me to the the fact that I've been hitting on beginner hitting and hitter beginning. They're all strikes, and they're all essentially meatballs. So I was doing very, very well. I was averaging 388 and uh, 14 home run, like 388 batting average, 393 batting average, 346 batting average, and then a 410 batting average with the beginning setting. Now that Kevin's introduced it to me, though, I've moved up on the 2020 MLB season to a dynamic hitting, which makes things just, it's more difficult. And with that has come a drop from 410 batting average to a 284 batting average, which isn't great, dropping from a 34 home run season to a 14 home run season. So... Not doing great, but I know that I'm earning it every single time that I get out there. That's a little bit about Tim Riggins right now. We're playing for the Marlins. We hope to be a cornerstone for them for the future. I really hope to have a statue built uh, of me in front of their stadium one day. I am performing above expectations right now. There are a couple of settings. There's exceeding expectations is the best. Above is the second best. Meeting expectations is the normal, and then you can kind of downgrade from there. And as of right now, I'm a 76 overall. And I started somewhere in the 60s, 62, 63, I'm sure. But it's been a long journey and I just want to keep a verbal log here for all those who care. I know that Kevin does. So Kevin, that's where I'm at. Uh, Tiz, if you care, Connor, if you care, I know that majority of you guys won't, but that's Timothy Riggins. And that's what, uh, that's what I've been doing. He's a beautiful boy. He's got long brown hair. And, uh, like I said, I mean, he's an absolute, uh, absolute specimen at, Six four and 210 pounds. He's 20 years old, Texas born and raised. I mean, you just really like that. You just really like that. Maybe we'll get back to Texas one of these days. But that's Timothy Riggins and uh, a little bit of bonus content for you guys here on the pod. Thanks a lot.